welcome to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I'm Shelley Qualteri, your host. This podcast was created for you, the woman who wants more in her life, for her family, and in her relationships. We're going to spend time creating inspiration and motivation while providing you with tangible, practical strategies and tools for your life to find greater happiness, love, and fulfillment. I will provide you with real-life takeaways that have you not only thinking about, but taking action to create your fiercely fabulous life. Now let's get started. Hi, welcome back to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Today, I'm going to spend some time talking to you guys about fear, breaking it down a little bit and helping you maybe pull it apart and into different pieces for yourself and then providing you a couple of tools and strategies to be able to possibly overcome that fear. So when you think about fear, what's the first thing that comes to mind? We often know this word and maybe people use it interchangeably with I feel scared, I feel worried, I feel, you know, overwhelmed. When we think about fear, actually, it's kind of cool that fear is an acronym. Did you know that? Did you know that fear is an acronym for false evidence appearing real? How crazy is that, right? Um... Many people don't know that, that fear is actually an acronym for false evidence appearing real. That knowing that there's no true threat of immediate physical danger, no real threat of loss, you know, to someone, about someone, um, fear in some ways is really about an illusion, which can kind of seem strange for us sometime when we think about it um, in that format. But when you think about fear for you or you think about fear for your kids, what are some of those words that you might hear that go along with it? Well, again, lots of people might say to me, like, Shelly, what really is fear, right? So if it's like this illusion, it's this false evidence, fear can show up in many different ways for us. So you might say, well, I don't know how this podcast really fits for me because I don't feel fear. I don't feel scared. Maybe it's only if I'm, you know, in a dark alley at night or something's going to happen to one of my kids. I get a phone call from the school and I'm like, oh my gosh, what just happened? But sh- fear shows up for us as well as anxiety. It shows up in the same way as anxiety Being avoidant or cautious about things are also fear responses, Um, potentially about an illusion of something maybe happening in and around us. Fear also shows up as concern. It shows up as us being sometimes frozen, right? That fight, flight, or or, um, freeze response, which I'll talk a little bit more about as well. Fear can show up as us being insecure intimidated, guarded, overwhelmed, panic, stress, tense, terrified, trapped, vulnerable, worried. Those are all um, ways that fear shows up. And when I'm talking to people about big emotions and when I'm teaching people about emotions and when I'm talking about how you're feeling about certain things, especially, you know, if you're sitting in a one-on-one session with me and you say, I'm really anxious about this or I'm feeling so overwhelmed about this, 
the real overarching core emotion that is the umbrella of all of these is fear. So let me ask you, has there ever been a time in your life where you have said, one of my fears is I feel like I'm a bad parent and people are going to blame me. Like it's if my kids are doing something wrong, it's my fault. I fear that. Have you ever said things like, um, I fear that one of my kids won't finish school or I'm afraid of losing someone in my life or myself to, to suicide? I am fear losing connection with my husband because we don't see eye to eye on parenting. Um, I worry and I'm fearful about financial stability or instability for myself and my family. I maybe worry about divorce. I worry about how my kids are going to be more when they grow and they're independent. Um, I worry and I'm stressed or feel insecure about the connection that I have with my children and how I want to be able to grow that. I fear that I'm letting everybody down. I'm worried that maybe people think that I'm a fraud. I feel really vulnerable when I want to try and share some of these emotions with people. Um, I even feel a little bit intimidated if I can gain some success in my career because maybe that will mean that I am not showing up like I should for my family because I'm really excited about some of those things happening for me. Maybe you're concerned or worried, feel insecure that you're ever going to be successful or be able to dream again, feel sad or avoidant of true connected friendships with anyone because you're worried about that imposter syndrome or people might see behind the mask that you're wearing. So guys, fear shows up in so many ways for us. And oftentimes people wouldn't necessarily label it like that. But do you ever feel like, you know, sometimes you're so much in your own way with your emotions that sometimes it feels like you're carrying this big weight of what this feels like for you. And it really does start impacting you in ways that you had never necessarily anticipated that it would. What would it be like to be able to dive deeply into and behind that fear and look at some of the patterns behind it? When did it start? How long has it been hanging out for you? Another way to kind of look at fear is what I call keep you up at night along with bright sun, shiny mornings. So when you're thinking about when you go to bed at night, so imagine, you know, you're lying there in bed and your mind starts spinning and it's swirling with all of these things that are going on for you. You know, the things you need to get done, the projects that you're working on, things that have to happen at work or with your kids or with school or their behaviors. Think about some of some of those things and how they are challenging you. How are they keeping you up? How are they keeping you up at night? And then if we can get a little bit of sleep and we can, you know, get ourselves up in the morning, I call it bright sunshiny mornings. What are the things that bring you joy, that create connection for you, that create confidence and feeling loved and loving and proud and strong and thankful? 
often we see or feel those things first thing in the morning when we wake up in the hopes of having a a bright sunny day you know a, a beautiful day on our horizon with positive things that are happening but one way to really take a look at what are your fears and how they're impacting you is what keeps you up at night what is it that is keeping you up at night that is really um you know bumping up getting in the way so maybe it's time to stop and take a bit of a pause reflect bring that heavy emotion up to the surface and let's take a look at it and let's talk about it so that we can get it out of the way so that we can move on from it so when you're thinking about how to understand your fear so we're all built with a fight flight or freeze response and fight flight and freeze responses are automatic threats that come up when we perceive when we perceive that there is something big that is going to get in in our way so it is created by a stress hormone um, like cortisol and adrenaline in your body that increases your blood pressure and your heart rate so you start breathing faster your blood flow changes and the blood is actually flows away from your heart and into your limbs to be able to protect yourself okay so our fight flight and freeze response so fight could be showing up in ways like being really defensive just showing up with hostility and irritation towards somebody and where you just kind of want to get into like a back and forth to and fro battle with that person um, standing in front of you whether that is your child that you're getting into this like bicker back and forth with or being defensive with your partner who you're just kind of throwing snappy responses back to or just being all out hostile to somebody um, and just kind of getting in their face and then we have the flight response where we may try to avoid situations altogether we may show up being anxious withdrawn delaying any responses so these are the people that really like try and brush things under the rug and try to <clears throat> just really avoid having the conversation with um, the person that we need to both um, the fight and flight responses can be helpful in times when we need to really de-escalate something like and if our fear is really taking over however they can also really damage our relationships because things don't get solved because we're always being defensive or irritated or hostile and we're not hearing the other person out so we may be creating their fear or we may be creating more of that within us because we're avoidant of those situations or defensive in those situations then we have our freeze response where we may become numb, detached, paralyzed, overwhelmed by things and we just feel like we're not able to really engage at all in a conversation where we kind of, you know, that deer in headlights staring at the person in front of us like what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to react? What is this supposed to um, mean for us and how can we actually engage in this conversation in a different way? Um you know, with people in our worlds. So when we're thinking about fear, it really is a physical response that occurs within our bodies. And it also 
really impacts and changes our physiological response, which then impacts how we respond to individuals overall when we're trying to engage you know, with those people in our lives. And it's not always in necessarily a positive way when we're trying to navigate some of those big, tricky, hard emotions with people. So the other thing with fear is that we all feel it. We all have experienced fear. We all have had times and places when we've been trying to understand what it is and how to be able to manage it. So when you're trying to identify something that is a fear, maybe, you know, asking the question is, does this cause me anxiety? Is this obvious you know, for me or other people to be able to identify or see or being able to to pick this out for me. You know, these are our questions that we can ask ourselves, especially, you know, if we're thinking about our children and how they might be showing up with fear. So fear is also healthy. Fear also can keep us safe. Fear also can be, you know, maybe we might see a, um, a rattlesnake or a bear and it, um, the adrenaline and the cortisol kicks in and we can, you know, get out of there so that we can keep safe. Fear is also a survival instinct for us. So when we're thinking about fears, our fears can really uh, show up in a lot of different ways when we are talking to our children as well. So what are some questions maybe that we could ask ourselves to think about fear? And this is where it comes to a little bit more in and around relationships. Am I scared of rejection? Am I scared of tangible things like, you know, dancing in public? How does that impact me? <clears throat> How do these things show up for me? What is causing the deeper based fears? What are causing that? Is it something that I experienced in the past? Is it something that is from my childhood that I'm hanging on to and that I am bringing forward into my world to then impact my children or my current relationship? Is my relationship currently a healthy, happy one? Or am I living in a home or a place of dysfunction where there does feel like we're walking on eggshells all the time that we're not sure how to be able to deal with some of the big emotions that are in our home and there is a lot more isolation or big emotions like anger showing up because anger really can show up to protect people from that fear. Are you scared of being alone or being hurt or feeling not loved? Or also, are you afraid of not being able to provide those things to your children? Uh, or do they feel like sometimes that they're not seen, that they're not heard? when we're thinking about fear, you know, what is it that you're afraid of maybe hearing or acknowledging or stepping out in front of? What is it maybe that the truth might bring forward to you when you're thinking about fear? So, you know, I work with women and I hear people say often, well, I don't know, is my husband still in love with me? I don't know. 
Have you had that conversation with them recently? No, I'm kind of afraid of the answer. You know, I'm really worried that my children aren't doing well right now or my child or my teenager isn't doing well right now. I'm worried that maybe they're they're self-harming or they've got really high anxiety or they're thinking about something so serious as suicide. Well, have you had a conversation with them about that? No, I'm really nervous and uncomfortable to do that. Well, what is the fear? This is not about them. This is about you being really uncomfortable, scared um, to hear the truth, nervous to actually lean into those hard conversations. So can you pinpoint what it is that terrifies you, that makes you feel fearful, that brings up that false evidence appearing real? Because also what we know in and around and about fear is that asking ourselves the question, is my fear a fact? Does it make sense? Is it rational? Is it logical? Is it true? Or is it a bit of that illusion as its name suggests and a wild idea or something that has been conditioned in our minds, a pattern that has created this fear for us across our lifetime through and across our years because we experienced maybe something big or scary as as children and now it's impacting us as adults hi guys Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. I wanted to take a quick break and just share with you a new course that I have developed called Understanding Your Backpack of Emotions. This is a journey that's going to walk you through understanding more of your emotions, really digging into the backpack of those big ones that you're carrying. Do you often feel anger, frustration, maybe sadness or fear? Well, we're going to unpack those in this three-week do-it-yourself course. It's equivalent to six counseling sessions. So if you're ready to take the leap and understand more about you, this is the course for you. Maybe you've been to counseling before. Maybe you are worried about the cost. Maybe you're worried about the amount of time or maybe you've done a lot of counseling in the past and you're just tired of not seeing results from all the money that you spent. Well, this is the course for you. Week number one, we are going to talk about your emotions. We're going to reflect on them. We're going to understand them and we're going to learn how to really identify what they are. Week number two, we spend lots of time looking at soul searching, understanding, creating awareness, how your emotions are showing up with yourself and with those around you. And week number three is going to be all about honoring your feelings, getting comfortable with your emotions and no longer letting them run the show, but being friends with those emotions and setting boundaries. So if this is something you're interested in, make sure you check out my webpage on self-discovery courses and sign up now. Launches December 8th. Don't miss out. What science and research tells us is that in order to tackle our fears, we need to lean into our fears, that our fears aren't going to go away unless we really 
stand up to them. Our fears and facing our fears really is about leaning into those hard times, those hard conversations, the tricky ones that we're most concerned about. So for example, if we're asking the question or I ask you the question, why does this scare you so much? What is it that having this conversation or opening up and being a little bit vulnerable that makes you feel so unsettled, so nervous? People might say, if I let myself be vulnerable, then this individual might not accept me. Or if I let myself be vulnerable, my kids might not think that I'm the strong mama that I need to be. If I share how I'm feeling around being insecure or overwhelmed or tense or stressed, my partner may not want to stay with me any longer. So when we are thinking about how to deal with fear, here are a few little hints and tips for you. In order to get past the fear, we need to face the fear. In order to deal with the anxiety under underneath the intimidation, being guarded, feeling stressed and trapped and, and worried about things, we need to lean into them. And I say, you know, look ourselves in the mirror or put them out on the table and just inspect them. Write them down so you can see them right there in front of you. And take a look at the fact over the feeling and name what it is about that fear that's sitting underneath of it. Just sit down at the coffee table with it on the couch with a snuggly blanket. Write it out and look at it for two or three minutes. What is it you're trying to teach me? What is it you're trying to tell me? What is it that I am anxious or avoidant or guarded about leaning into? Why am I not wanting to bring these conversations up? Am I worried about how somebody else is going to um, look at my fear? Or in order for me to let it go, can I just look it in the eye for a couple of minutes and welcome it as a friend and say, what is it you're trying to teach me? You are a wise messenger that is neutral, that is trying to teach me something around this. When you're looking at the fear, what is it that is real fact about that, about that? And what is it that's just part of the feeling? Remind yourself that this is, you know, something that's been maybe storing up in you for a while that you're no longer intimidated by. When you can put it out there on the table and say, you know, fear or anxiety or intimidation, I'm looking at you straight in the eye and I'm not going to be intimidated by you anymore. What can you teach me? What can you share with me? And how can I walk through this alongside of you rather than try and push you back down, push you back into my backpack, put you, you know, under the carpet so I can avoid you for a while longer, tiptoe around you until, you know, my backpack bursts open or the side of the carpet is frayed and like tripping me every time, right? So when we think about our fear, we really need to just take a look at it. Be courageous. 
sometimes to deal with our fear, we can, you know, go for a long run or do a meditation or journal or talk to a good friend, um, you know, join me in my understanding your backpack journey. What is the worst thing that might happen if you face your fear? Your life may actually look so much better on the other side of just laying it down. It really is your friend that is trying to encourage you to just name it, label it, pull it out, talk about it, talk to others and how it's impacting in it's impacting you. What would it be like to finally not let fear or anxiety or overwhelm run the show that you could become friends with it that you feel more in control of how you respond to your children to your partner to yourself with some grace and love and compassion you know when we can face it we can feel more confident we can feel more valued and you can make the decision in and around the fear rather than it running you. You can make the decision around the feelings of, of overwhelm and trapped. And you can take that responsibility when we just set it down on the table in front of us while we're under that cozy blanket and look at it and say, what do you need to teach me? I don't need you here to criticize me. I don't need you here to create this bundle of nerves for me where I am reacting to my kids that I'm holding myself you know in this vein of I'm not good enough and I'm going to lose all these things let's just take that armor down and let's just take a look at how those feelings are are showing up for us and let's notice what some of our common and consistent patterns are with our fear you know take some time to be able to really unpack that for yourself the other part of you know really getting to put our our fear on the table is that we can decide for us what are our negotiables and our non-negotiables when we're thinking about how we want to be able to you know take a look at it how do we want to be able to be okay with some of the things that are showing up with our fear and at the end of our journey, we want to be able to feel safe, even with our emotion of fear of that anxiety and that trapped and vulnerability. We want to be able to feel that it's safe to feel it because it's teaching us something and it's reminding us of something that we can place some value in it, that it's not something that we need to run away from, that we not we don't need to get into our fight, our flight, or our freeze response, but we can we can name it. And, you know, this is merely just a little blip that is trying to tell us and teach us and show us something in our world. And being able to be wholly and truly kind of who you are whenever you want to be. Um, so today was a little bit of a different podcast, you know, sharing about this, this intense emotion of fear. Maybe you could feel it in my voice a little bit. <laughs> I was really feeling quite passionate about fear today, actually, when I was thinking about, <laughs> about fear. So next steps, really think about, is my fear a false evidence that appearing real? 
Is it a pattern that has been following me around for years? Can I just pop it out there on the table and take a look at it and, you know, look at the fact over the feeling with it and being able to um, break it down into smaller pieces? You know, be courageous and just stare it in the eye and be like, I, I'm just going to name it. I'm just going to call you out and know that fear is healthy. I need some fear in my life to keep me protected. Fear comes in many different shapes and sizes, but we don't want to be fearing and feeling those big emotions all the time every day. It is part of a fight, flight, and freeze response, but we don't need to always feel like we're in danger from it. We can overpower it in the sense that we know that it's just trying to teach to teach us something and talk to us about what's been going on. So have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are listening to this podcast, whether you're driving or whether you are on a run or walk with your pup or your children. Enjoy your rest of your day and I look forward to hearing you, seeing you in the next episode of Your Fiercely Fabulous Life. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to your Fiercely Fabulous Life podcast. Be sure to share with any woman in your life who needs just a little bit more. Be sure to follow me on my socials and I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye for now.